mountains open deep and wide through the flood gates of God's mercy flows a vast and gracious tide oh His love will thankful hallelujah thankful for the precious lord jesus and all his grace and mercy to us and pray that the holy spirit will just meet with us in a divine way we'll have divine interaction and fellowship with our lord even this morning as we sit under the preaching and the sound of the word the sound of the gospel and we have another baptism this morning. Our sister Sophia is going to be baptized in water. Sophia Wilson, we praise the Lord for that. I'm just thankful that God is still working. Amen. Working on hearts and lives. And Hallelujah. I'd like to start by singing, There's a Country Far Beyond the Starry Sky. In that city where the Lamb is the light, number 727. Key of F, I believe. There's a country far beyond the starry sky Oh, there's a city where there never comes a night If we're faithful, we shall go there by and by Tis that city where the Lamb is the light In that city where the Lamb is the light in that city where there cometh no night Will I have a mansion over there And when free from toil and care I am going where the Lamb is alive Here we have our days of sunshine But we know that the sun which shines upon us Now so bright We'll be changed to clouds and rain until we go To that city where the Lamb is the light In that city where the Lamb is the light In that city where there cometh no night I've a mansion over there And when free from toil and care I am city where the Lamb is the light. Oh, in that city where the Lamb is the light. In that city where there cometh no night. Yes, I have a mansion over there, and with free 
blind Though by night we wake The morning brings a smile In that city where the lamp is the light In that city where the lamp is the light In that city where there cometh no In that city where there cometh no night, oh, I've a mansion over there, and when free from cause care, I am going where the Lamb is the light. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. That just gives us encouragement. We might be going through some shadowy times down here below, but... We're pressing on the upward way and God is, God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'd like to just slow it down a little bit now and I've just been thinking of this place where the Lamb is the light and where we'll never grow old. I have heard of a land on a faraway strand. Let's start with that first verse. I have heard of a land on a far away strand. Tis a beautiful home of the soul. It's built by Jesus on high, where we never shall die. Tis a land where we'll never Is a land where we never shall. 
crown is won And our troubles and trials are old Oh, all our sorrow will end And our voices will blend With the loved ones who've gone on Where we'll never grow, never grow In a land where we'll never grow Never grow, never grow In a land where Blessed, blessed promise, a blessed hope. Hope is not hope as we think of hope in this English language, but an earnest expectation of what the Lord Jesus has gone ahead to prepare for us. Amen. Isn't it wonderful? Then I'd like to sing together, Nothing Between My Soul and the Savior. Before we go to prayer, just want to worship our Lord Jesus just reconsecrate our lives this morning and dedication and sincerity. Amen. <clears throat> Nothing between my soul and the Savior so that it's Nothing preventing the least of his favor. Keep the way clear, let nothing between. My soul and the Savior, not of this world's delusive dream I have renounced all sinful pleasure Jesus is mine there's nothing now the course please nothing between my soul and the Savior so that His blessed face may be seen nothing preventing the least of His favor keep the way clear let nothing Like pride or station, self or friends shall not intervene, though it may 
cost me much tribulation. I am resolved. There's nothing between. Oh, nothing between my soul and the Savior. So that His blessed face may be seen. Nothing preventing the least of His favor. Keep the way clear. Let nothing Maybe we can just go to prayer. If you want to rise with us, that would be real nice. I just uh, want to bring a continue to remember our precious Brother Milko and Brother Henry and Sister Ella Joy went through a surgery last Friday. We just want to bring her in remembrance before the Lord. Many needs in our midst, many needs in the congregations of people, of believers around the world. I want to remember our precious brothers, sisters, brothers and sisters in India and going through a real difficult time over there. Let's just bow together. Lord Jesus, we come before you this morning. We come before you humbly, Lord, with reverence and worship and songs of praise lifting your holy name, Lord, O oh God. You are God. You are the one true and living God. And you have manifested yourself, Lord. You came to earth and walked in flesh. The very heart of God, walking amongst men. Making yourself known, O oh God. Condescending, Lord. Projecting yourself, your love, O oh God, into a veil of human flesh that you might give your life for us, Lord, that we might receive your life, Lord Jesus, through the blood of Jesus Christ. Lord, we don't want nothing between, nothing between us, Lord. We just want to be united with you this morning, Lord Jesus, that invisible union. That you can have your way in our lives, Lord God. That our hands can be your hands, that our feet can be your feet, Lord. That our eyes can be your eyes, that our lips can be your lips, Lord. That this veil, O oh God, this veil of flesh, Father, can be veiling the very life of Jesus Christ manifesting your character Lord manifesting your attributes manifesting what you are to this very dark and dying world O God Lord have your way in your little bride we pray O God Lord Jesus you have called us with a great and powerful message the shout going forth Lord calling us You've come to claim thou which you have redeemed, Lord. The great pillar of fire walking amongst us, Lord God. Drawing us unto yourself, Lord Jesus. 
Seeking your mind, Lord. Seeking your will, O God. Pray that you'd use him, Lord. May every connection, Father, be a divine connection this morning, Lord. Have your way in every heart, Lord. We remember the needs of your people, Lord. We remember Brother Milk, O Lord. Pray that you'll just strengthen him, O God. Encourage him, Father. Help him to keep pressing on, Lord. Not grow weary, O God, but may there be just a divine supernatural energy, Lord. Fill his whole being, O God, strengthening his spirit, Lord. Healing his body, Father. Granted, Lord, raise him up, O God, by the power of your resurrection, Lord. Heal our brother Henry, Lord God, we pray. Drive the enemy back from his life, Lord, from his body, O God, and heal him completely, Lord Jesus. Raise him up for your glory, O God. We remember your bride around the world this morning, Lord Jesus. We remember our brothers and sisters in the country of India, O God. We pray that you just overshadow them. You would keep them, Lord. You would help them, O God. Be there. Strength be their portion, Father. Grant it, Lord Jesus. We thank you for all things, O God. Thank you for what you've done in our lives, Lord. Thank you for what you've brought us from, where you've taken us to, Lord. We're just trusting in you, Lord. You're the great shepherd, Lord. and We're following you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Have your way. We give you this service, Lord. In the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ. Bless the baptism after the service this morning, Lord. Bless our little sister, Lord. Lord, you have begun a work in her, O God. Pray that you'd fill her with your Holy Spirit, O Lord. Fill that young heart, O God. Fill her with the joy of the Holy Ghost, O God. Grant it, Lord, we pray. We commit all things to you now, O God. In the precious and holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for standing. You can have your seats if you like. Let's sing, I'm amazed that you love me. I'm amazed that you care. I'm amazed that you love me. Amaze how you care through your precious blood. I found pardon, and my sins are washed. They're all washed away. All my sins are washed. 
Casting all my cares on you, and we'll invite our brother Tom to come and minister this morning. And so I'm casting all my cares on you. I know you love me. 
redemption by blood. That's the greatest love story. Full restoration, full redemption. That's what seven angels in a cloud testified. My Redeemer's no longer dead. And he's coming back for you and me And so I'm casting all my cares on you I know you love me Redemption by blood That's the greatest love Seven angels in a cloud testified my Redeemer's no longer dead. He's risen and he's coming back for you and me. I'm sorry, Brother Tim. I didn't know you had a special ready for us. Why don't you get ready and sing right away there? Praise the Lord. up here singing quite so soon again, but I guess as we, as the Lord moves on our heart, we uh, just move to where he, what he wants us to do, Um, and we have plenty of other wonderful singers that could be singing here this morning, and my voice isn't even all here, but um, just want to, just want to try to encourage you all, Um, the Lord gave me this song to encourage me, it's about um, enduring through trials, and you know, we've all got different kinds of trials in different areas of life, you know, some might be finances or uh, relationships or family and home, work. It could be a lot of different things, but um, the Lord, the Lord helps us endure through these things. And um, you know, Brother Branham tells a story about uh, a girl who the mom passed away, and you know, one of the siblings had to care for all of her uh, um, brothers and sisters, and uh, worked really hard and. I worked so hard until she uh, actually got a disease, tuberculosis, and then ended up you know, dying. Uh, but you know, at the end of it all, she just said that you know she would just show her hands, you know, how hard she worked, and show that to the Lord. And you know, she was doing that, uh, working for the Lord. Brother Branham said we should uh, be working till our hands are bleeding. He said, you know, we've got so and so long to work here on this earth, but it's it's really just a breath, and then. And then we're done. So, you know, we have all of the joys in heaven awaiting for us. You know, whatever sort of trial it might be that you're going through, physical ailments, you know, you have perfect health over there. You know, your your loved ones, thou and thy house shall be saved. So, you know, you might be longing to see some people you care about um, in their ought-to-be condition, but, you know, the Lord's given you to them, uh, them to you. So all those things are waiting for us, but we just have work here to do while we're here for a short time. And we just got to endure. So that's what this song's about. And I just hope it's an encouragement.
Somewhere beyond what these two eyes can see There lies a place where I will be With my loved ones, my family, all healthy and strong There I'll be long, glad and free In this journey through earth we are tested and tried But I hear a voice speak inside me I will endure through every temptation The Lord in His wisdom allows me to bear I am sure it's all for my good And it's needed my heart to prepare Desired, he has given to me. Wait and see. I've heard the scripture and I've got to share these trials we face. They can't compare to the joys that await us in heaven so near. What's there to fear? What's the scare? You can count it all joy when you're thrust in a trial. You can part those dark clouds with a smile. Yes, you can endure through every temptation. Don't worry or fret. more for not being uh, more aware. I was just, while Brother Tim was singing there, I was just thinking of that word, endure, and it's a powerful word. If you 
type it into the search engine on the message hub and in the Bible Jesus says he that endures to the end shall be saved the same shall be saved and amen so we just we want to be those that endure amen keep pressing on amen let's sing oh what a friend who walks beside me and I'll uh, invite our brother Tom to come oh what a friend who walks beside me who holds my hand and safely guides me safe in his arms he's always by me oh what a friend he is to me one more time oh what a friend who walks beside me who holds my hand and safely guides me safe in his arms He'll always guide me, oh, what a friend he is to me. Have you found it so? I'm sure the believers can say amen this morning, what a friend. Amen. Abraham was counted a friend with God, and I believe his seed have that same relationship. Same relationship. We'd like to greet you this morning in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have our pastor behind me, supporting me. And uh, we're thankful to have you, Dad. Have Brother Ed here, Brother Biscoll, Sister Biscoll. Amen. The founders and father of our faith. And we're thankful for strong lives. They've been such a blessing and not beyond a blessing. I fail to have the words to really express what he means to all of us. I want to announce also Brother Tim Dodd will be taking next Sunday. He's got a missions report he'd like to give to the people. And I believe it'll be a great blessing for you. We're coming up. We've got two weddings coming up. And that's that's an amazing feat. We're going to have them in the same week. I haven't done that before, but we'll do that. We always have a, a wonderful time. We also would like to show you this morning a couple of pictures. There's the saints on the U.S. side. That worked very hard this weekend. They had to work be up at the camp. And I know that for us Canadians, when we start, start to see these pictures, we, we get jealous. And they're all there working on the grounds, fellowshipping, something we have not done for a year and a half, it seems. Next picture. All there, making the grounds look good. Brother Matt and, uh, and the Weimer family, they've been making the, the grounds and working hard and all this uh brother jeff and uh brother tom frey were led the team this weekend sisters were there brothers were there wasn't that amazing amen he's making it ready for our camp so we're going to prophesy saints we're going to prophesy we're going to have a camp this year whether i don't care what it is is we're just going to have a camp brother uh wayne lawson has agreed to be with us this this year 
The main part of the camp is uh, Thursday night. I shouldn't say the main part, but the preaching part is August 12th to the 15th, if you want to put that down. And then, of course, we'll have a junior camp right uh, before that on the Monday. So we're going to have a blessed, blessed time. And we're looking forward to it. I don't know what May 25th is going to mean to anybody here, but I'm ready to, to be together with each and every one of you. God bless you. Amen. Let's see what else we have. That's it. We're preparing. We have a baptismal. Uh, this this right after the service, and it's Sophie Wilson, and uh, I'll probably say a little bit more about her when we get there. But God dealt with a little heart when she was four years old. Isn't that amazing? And now she's come to the time she's ready to be baptized. She says, "I gave my heart to the Lord when I was four years old." I said, wow. I said, well, honey, listen. I know Sister Joyce Andes. Brother Andes will be ministering tonight at, at the camp at 4 o'clock. But Sister Joyce gave her heart to the Lord at 5. And she's still going strong. So I say it, it works. The gospel of Jesus Christ works. And um, I remember Sister Ramona, as we were talking, and Brother Matt, that Sister Joanne was always mentioning Sophia. She was always... Tender and had her heart, her hand raised. And for a young lady and a young girl, that's a wonderful trait to be tender and soft to the presence of the Lord. Amen. May the Lord just keep her that way all the days of her life. Amen. Well, it's definitely nice to see you. I'm, I'm getting a little melancholy here, but I, so we'll just go straight to the word. I'd like to preach on a subject. Um, Absolute trust in a sovereign God, but that's that's the subject. But the title is, The Darker It Gets, The Better It Gets. Okay? The darker it gets, the better it gets. So we have an absolute trust in a sovereign God, and when it gets dark, it gets better. It doesn't get worse. So thank you, musicians. Brother Tim, thank you for your song. It was beautiful. It was my message, so I don't know what we're going to do. Do you want to sing it again, and then we can go home, maybe? But that was a a beautiful song, and it meant a lot to me. It goes right along with the message, and I thank you for that. I'd like you to turn, please, and stand. Uh, We'll be reading from Hebrews chapter 5. Hebrews 5. Verse 7. Hebrews 5, verse 7. And we'll be reading to verse 9. Hebrews 5, verse 7. To verse 9. All right, everybody's found their place. So nice to see you on the screen. And those that are on the internet, God bless you too. Amen. Hi, Milko. God bless you. It's so great to see you this morning. Amen. The Bible reads here, uh, Hebrews 5, verse 7, Who in the days of his flesh... When he was, when he had offered up prayers and supplication with strong crying and tears unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things he suffered and being made perfect, he became the author of eternal salvation Unto all them that obey him. Amen. I'd like you to take a look at that scripture again. Though he were a son. 
Though he were a son, yet learned he obedience by the things that was easy. Very easy. He never had to go through a trial. Never had to go through anything. It's all simple. He was the son of God. But this is what, not what the scripture says. Not what the scripture says. Though he were a son, yet he learned obedience by the things he suffered. If we could bow our heads and thank the Lord Jesus Christ for these wonderful words that we've read this morning. Heavenly Father, the more we read your word, the more it speaks to us. When your Holy Spirit comes and makes it alive, to think, Lord, that you would have to suffer for the likes of us. Lord, that you would redeem fallen man. The God of glory came and Jesus was his name. Born in a manger. My God, how great you are. And so, Father, as we join together with heart to heart with believers, not only here but around the world, we pray, Father, that you will speak to every life, every soul. That, Lord, there be some meaning in the word. That you will speak to them deeply. And that, Lord, it would just not be an exercise of time, but it would be a great and grand privilege if you would speak to us. Speak to us, Lord. Let your word become flesh. We will humble ourselves beneath the cross. We will cover ourselves in the blood of the Lamb. We will take this glorious word and wrap ourselves within it that we might approach the most holy God that you are. We love you and pray, God, thy will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for standing. God bless you. You may have your seats. So if we get into our minds, the darker it gets to the believer, the better it gets. Okay, I, I, I really, you know, it, to sum it all up, and because we're, Brother Tim, you used the word even that I'm going to quote out of Rising of the Sun. What are you scared about? What are you scared about in this dark hour? Arise and shine for your light has come. Now, this morning, saints of God, as I've been trying the, my level, level best, if you could say that, is I, I do want to speak more from my heart than from my brain. From my heart to your heart. And that God would actually speak to us and move us into a place where the sons and daughter of God are to be. I know there's many of us that can preach and we can preach for hours and we have, I have, and we can be demonstrative, we can be preachers and, and yet we are. I don't, I don't put that down at all. I'm not ashamed of that. It's through the preaching of the gospel, the foolishness of preaching, men are saved. I'm not afraid of that. I'm not. I'm really not. But as time goes on, Time goes on. He becomes more real. The word becomes more rich. And I just want to love him more. To have then a trust in this, or an absolute trust in a sovereign God, knowing that as things get worse, for the believer it gets better. 
if we can understand that concept, which I know we can, and we had a prophet come and tell us in shalom, recognizing your day in this message, we start to understand that the that the the moon is a type of the church, and we see how the light has changed from each age, and finally we get to the Laodicean age, and Brother Branham said that when the Holy Spirit wrote it on the back of the wall of Jeffersonville, Tabernacle, Branham Tabernacle, the last age was completely blacked out. But he said, I would left a little sliver of light because at the evening time, the darker it gets, the better it gets. At evening time, God would send an anointed prophet of God to show us the way in the light of his word. And we don't have any fear for what is coming on us or to us. We take God at thus saith the Lord and we take him at his word. If we are a son and daughter of God, nothing can happen to us, as I've often said over the years, that's not for us. So God allows these testings, these trials, but we in ourselves must have a belief, a faith and a trust and a confidence and an assurance in the God of glory that has called us to this great calling. You have not been called to Cloverdale Bible Way. You have not been called to maybe Bible believers. You have not been called to Mount Baker Bible Way camp. We have not been called by a man. We've been called by the voice of God that has come in this generation. We are not looking to the theology of man that will try and seduce us in our thinking by their wise words and their wisdom and their enticements and their logic and their understanding. We believe in the simplicity of thus saith the Lord that's come through Malachi 4 that is now leading us into a glorious rapture. We do not vary from it. We stay right on it. We accept it and believe it with all of our hearts. There was one philosopher who said, abandon weapons first. I thought this was good, Brother Tim. Abandon weapons first. Then food. Abandon weapons. Abandon food first. But never abandon trust. People cannot get on without trust. Trust is the most important thing in life. Well, of course, we know a prophet says that revelation, you can't pray for revelation enough, and we understand that revelation, but revelation ties into trust and faith. So the word is a garment. It is a weaving of a garment of righteousness that we must understand and keep. We can stay in a channel, but it's not to disregard a scripture or disregard a quote. It's to, to see it all come together for a purpose that will robe a bride. But when she knows that I love her, when I know she loves me, there's a perfect trust with each other. So he's bringing it down to a natural element that when man and a wife or we have friends to one another, they love us and we love them and we have a trust with them. There's no worry at all than when you put your perfect love of God in your heart. You don't question anything about God. Now, I, this is, uh, this is, I'm, I'm talking, I'm, I believe I'm talking to a mature church. This is what I'm talking to. I'm talking to a mature church. 
people that are not children of the faith anymore, but a mature church that doesn't question God about anything. We don't question God about anything. And I, and I, I just want, whether it be a young person, a young girl, young, young man that will be listening this morning, uh, a mother, a daddy, doesn't matter. We've gone through many testings and, and we've trusted him and we can prove and we can say and we can testify. We don't question God, Brother Bram said, in anything. The word of God is so perfect. Trust in him, folks. It's the only thing that can save you. Trust in the word. The word is the message. The message has come to give a people faith and trust and assurance in the sovereign, almighty, omnipotent God that is watching over his children day by day. What are you scared about? People have, they say, we're going through this terrible time. Who says it's terrible? Who says it's bad? Maybe it's good. You say, well, I haven't been there around the people that I love for so long, but I've been around the Lord. I've been around the Word. I've been on my knees. I've been seeking the Lord Jesus more. It was a dark hour. When Jesus went to the cross, that was a dark hour. Disciples were fleeing. They were running. And they took Jesus down from the cross. They were weeping. And yet, Brother Biscoe said years ago, when he went down into the regions of the lost, he was taking the keys of death, hell, and the grave. And a victory was taking place. I think we can have faith in an omnipotent God that said, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he raised the third day. And he took the stone away. And angels came down, sat on the stone. While the church came and saw an empty tomb. And Jesus came to the road to Emmaus. And there they were, downcast. Oh, fools and slow of heart. To believe all that the prophets had said. And it's starting... In Genesis to Revelation, oh, well, not yet, let's, let's take it easy here this morning. But starting in the word and not prophecies concerning himself, their hearts started to burn within them. And that's what's being lost today because we look at the message as something to learn rather than something to experience. Did you hear me? We take the message as something to learn rather to experience than experience. So that when you're reading, then Jesus came. Then you can understand that it doesn't matter whether you're in a wheelchair, whether you're blind, whether you're sitting in a hospital room. I don't care where you are. Then Jesus came. Then Jesus came. At your darkest hour, then Jesus came. If you just run it through the quotes, Brother Bram said, there was Congressman Upshaw, Congressman Upshaw, 66 years in a wheelchair, darkest of hour. But then the word of God came and he rose out of his wheelchair. How many of us were dead in our sins and trespasses in a very dark world? But arise and shine. Your message came. And it rose you up and Jesus washed you by his word and saved you by his grace. Can you turn with me please to Second Samuel chapter 22 verse 1. 
Second Samuel. It's good to have your Bibles. It's the Word of God in print form. Every promise that's there. But the Bram said it's not, it's God on paper. It's God on paper. People are now afraid to carry Bibles. Why are you afraid to carry Bibles? It's God on paper. God on paper. Bible says here in 2 Samuel 22 verse 1, David spake unto the Lord. The words of this song in the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies. Think about it. The darker it got, the better it got. When all his enemies were around him, there was a God on the scene to deliver David. There's a God on the scene to deliver any situation you have come with this morning. I don't care whether it's sickness in the body, sickness in the spirit, sickness in the soul realm. I don't care what realm it is. My Jesus can meet your need this morning according to the word of God. I have absolute assurance in an omnipotent, sovereign God that is able to save you, deliver you, heal you. He's a mighty God this morning. Put your trust, put your confidence, flee your food, flee your weapons. Don't abandon trust. Trust, as one philosopher said, is the most important thing of life. Lose your trust in somebody. It's a failure. It hurts. It's terrible. But God will never fail you. Ever fail you. So here's David in his song of praise. In the day that the Lord had delivered him out of the hand of all his enemies... Out of the hand of Saul. He said, Lord, the Lord is my rock, my fortress, and my deliverer. The God of my rock, in him will I trust. He's my shield. He's my horn of salvation. He's my high tower. He's my refuge. He's my savior. Thou savest me from violence. Can you say that this morning? God is my revelation. In him will I trust. I will never abandon the trust in the God that saved me and delivered me. Never. And has kept me these 46 years. 40, whatever, six, yes, 46 years coming up. My God, he's my revelation. In him I'll trust. So it gets dark, it gets better. I don't care what trial you've ever gone through. Brother Brown said God allowed trials. To happen to Job. And after those trials, he knew God in a better way than he did before the trial. You say, oh, I'm going through a hard time. Wake up and realize God is teaching you obedience by the things you suffer. Oh, but brother Tom, I can't bear it. Yes, you can. It's too heavy. No, sir. Cast your cares upon him for he careth for you. Don't carry it yourself. Look to the Lord Jesus. We look to one another many times and we try to get kind words from one another and we should encourage one another in the faith. But there's one that will never let you down. Put your trust in him. The God of my rock. In him will I trust. He is my shield. He's my protector. From all the darts of the enemy that throws at me. Every spear, every arrow that flies. He is a God that's watching over me. 
He is my horn of salvation. He's the one that's anointed me to be the bride of Jesus Christ, the elected lady, the chosen of God. You are more than what you think you are. And we've got to start thinking the way that he thinks in perfect faith. He had to believe who he was. He said the bride has to believe who she is. He's my shield. He's my protector. He's my anointing. He's my salvation. He's my high tower that the righteous run into are safe. He's my refuge. He's my savior. I love that. He's my savior. He's my savior. God's my savior. I was wretched and blind, naked and poor. But then Jesus came and Tom raised darkest hour, Jack. In your darkest hour, you must know him. As your shield, as your horn of salvation, your high tower, your refuge, your savior. He saved me from violence. He saved me from a violent world. We have a constitution or the Americans have a constitution of the United States. People put their trust in. It's being challenged and always has been challenged. They've even put... Their trust in a coin or in, a, in a, on their money. In God we trust, really. Really. In God we trust. Yet it's used for each person's interpretation of what it means. And it gets challenged. So it gets challenged and, and America was founded on religion and they say great men wrote this declaration, not declaration, the Constitution of the United States. But they're far from where those men are. America is so declined. Canada, I've got a quote for Canada too, don't worry. Canada's no better. The Constitution was written and Benjamin Franklin concluded with a, concluded it with a stirring speech. He said, this constitution is a guarantee of the constitution. There's a guarantee that comes with this constitution. A heckler shouted out, them words don't mean nothing at all. Where's all the happiness you said it guarantees us? Benjamin Franklin smiled and said, And replied, my friend, the Constitution only guarantees the people the right to pursue happiness. You have to catch it yourself. You have to catch it yourself. So I could have titled it, you got to catch this yourself. (laughs) You got to catch this yourself. We've got something greater than the Constitution of the United States. It's called the Word of God. It's called this word. You got to catch it yourself. Amen. And that's what we're wanting and speaking and preaching on this morning. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 5, you don't need to turn to it. I'll just, I'll just be running down numbers of scripture here. In 2 Corinthians 5 and 5, it reads, Now he that hath wrought us for the same for the self-same thing, it's God. I want you to w- watch now. He that hath wrought us for the self-same thing is God, who also hath given 
unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Okay. These aren't just light words. These aren't words that you can be thinking about as you're hearing them about other subjects or maybe of tomorrow's duties you might need to do. These are words of life. And I would, I would love for you to stay focused and hear. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God. So now we're, we're talking about the English translation. We're talking about the King James Version. And so sometimes you have to like, take a look at these words to understand really what, 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 what Paul is saying here. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God. And also has given us the earnest of the Spirit. In other words, in other words, saints of God. Now he who has prepared us, who wrought us, or prepared us, or making us fit for the very thing, it's God. Who has given us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee of the fulfillment of promise. God, who has prepared you, has guaranteed you to give you an assurance to. So that you could have confidence in and trust in. An absolute trust that he has given you his spirit as a guarantee of fulfilling of his promise. So every generation can look at this and and take that word. And, and, and have this assurance that God had prepared them, whether it be in Paul's age or Arenas' age or Columbus' age or, or Martin's age, it doesn't matter what age, they could read this scripture as a guarantee. But then when we come down to the last age, we find out that the guarantee is tied to, as I preached on before, an arbon. Arbon in the Greek means it's like the engagement ring given for a guarantee of the spirit That there's going to be a people that not only are going to be engaged, but they're going to be married to the lovely Lord Jesus. And God has put on your finger the wedding band of unmerited grace and favor. So now we're moving into a higher plane. We're moving into a deeper depth in God. To trust is to have belief in, to have faith in. To have assurance in that is solid, that is unshakable, a confidence in God. You can't get any stronger than that, can you, Brother Orrin? You can't get any stronger than this. I'm sorry. It's not a head knowledge here. It's experiencing it. It's understanding it. That this trust in God, in this omnipotent, sovereign God, this trust is a belief. It's a an assurance. It's solid. It's unshakable. Oh, we got COVID. Oh, what are we going to do? It's unshakable. The God in you is greater than any COVID. It's greater than any virus, any disease, anything you got. He's an absolute God. He's a sovereign God. He's a mighty God. We can say that because we've experienced that mighty God. Who delivered me from drugs and alcohol, women and everything else. There's a new Tom. There's a new life. I'm a new creature. Old things have passed away. There's no desire for those things. 
I've got an absolute trust in my strong tower. I've got an absolute trust in my shield, the horn of my salvation. When my enemies were all around me, trying to tell me you can't do it, you can't live it, they're fanatical, they're whatever they are, there was something in you called the seed gene of God, said that's what my soul has desired since I was a little boy and a little girl, and there's nothing when that light comes by in that gross darkness, as it gets darker and darker, it only gets better and better. Satan piles it on. But for that seed, we're going to crack concrete. We're going to crack concrete. We're going to break blacktop. We're, gonna, we're going to crack rocks. Because there's nothing in us that's going to stop us. To trust in, to believe in, to have perfect faith, perfect trust, blessed assurance. It's a solid, unshakable confidence in God. In the Greek, it means that which a building is built on. It's solid. You don't build on sand, you build on the stone, the rock of revelation. I, I, you know what? I should have learned Greek. That's what I should have done. Wasted all my life and I didn't learn another language. Think about it. The assurance is a solid, unshakable confidence in God. In the Greek, it means it's what a building is built on. Or in a document, it means it's your blessed assurance. It's your title deed. When you have perfect assurance, you have the title deed. Oh, my. We're getting into Revelation 10, aren't we? Huh? Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God, born of His Spirit, washed in His blood. This is my story, and this is my song. The the songs they wrote are for us. These airy, fairy songs. You don't even know what... They don't even have Jesus in it. Jesus is everything. So it's a firm foundation that a building is built on. This assurance, this trust, this faith. It is, in natural business language, when you have an assurance given, it's a title deed written and received. It's a guarantee of transaction. It's a title deed. Amen. That's why... It reads in other translations other than ours. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. Another translation said faith is the substance. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. It's our confidence. Amen. But another translation said faith is our title deed. Because you can't have assurance without having the title deed. People had a hope so for God, a hope to know God. But God came in this generation, anointed a prophet of God, used his body to give you blessed assurance. Because we're the only age that have been given the title deed. We read the Bible different. That's why Brother Bram said the book, the Bible has become a new book. 
Without this message, you don't know what this book means. And you got every, you got everybody rising up today trying to say, oh, this message is a cult, this message is a fall. And look at their lives and it's abysmal. Abysmal. Look at their lives and families. But you take a believer that has blessed assurance. You look at their homes. You look at their families. They're walking with God. They're washed in the blood. They're walking in faith. They got blessed assurance. Do I hear an amen from the people that I'm looking at this morning? Amen. There is nothing that you cannot have in the word of God. Amen. The darker it gets, Rachel, the better it gets. You say, devil, you can put this on me, but I'm going to put you on notice this morning. The word of God declares, by his stripes, I am healed. It doesn't matter how long you go through the trial. It's that you're learning obedience through the trial. And by obedience. And those things that he suffered, he learned obedience. What a guarantee. What an assurance. The substance is a faith in the title deed that we hope for. Faith is the substance. That's why then you can go through Hebrews 11. By faith, Moses. By faith, Sarah. By faith. Why? They had a title deed given to them. But I'm going to get to the abstract title deed. They got the title deed. And we have an abstract. And I was just saying to Sister Joanne as we're driving to church. The abstract is a unique document. Because if you take a look at the word abstract. An abstract means that everything, every lean Every encumbrance, everything that's written, that Satan wrote about you when you were a little boy birthed because you're born in sin, shaped in iniquity, you lied, you cheated. Come on, don't, don't look at me like you're all sanctimonious here. If you had all these liens against you, but when the lamb took the book and he gave you the title deed, it was a bleeding lamb and that bleeding lamb to this age... Cleared off all your liens, Matthew. He cleared them off. There's nothing there. It's a blank sheet. There's nothing against you. It's an abstract that has nothing on it. Glory. Nothing on it. This is what you can have faith in. This is what you can have assurance in. You're the blood wash, purchase of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. Amen. When everything seems, every day, Brother Bram says, it simply grows more difficult every day. Anybody been here? It get more and more difficult? Ro- Roxanne, come on, come on. You got to stay with me here. I know I'm watching you here. Now, you know that. You know, you know Brother Tom watches you. So here we are. Brother Bram says, does it get more difficult every day? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It gets more difficult every day. He said, yep, it gets more, grow, grows more difficult every day. But instead of getting weaker, come on, instead of getting weaker, the bride of Jesus Christ gets stronger. Amen. The darker it gets, the better it gets. Brother Bram makes reference to Job. Job got stronger every day. Every day a new trial come. Every day. Well, you lost, you've lost your substance. You lost your camels. You lost your, your donkeys. You lost your sheep. You lost your children. He grew stronger every day. Darker every day. But every day it got darker, the better it got. He sat on the ash heap. It got real dark. 
His wife said, curse God and die. Real dark. But he said, you speak as a foolish woman. And all of a sudden, Brother Bram said, the lightning came, the thunder roared. And he looked up. He says, I know my Redeemer liveth. Though the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. There's no whining. There's no crying. There's no woe is me. Boy, I could feel the quietness just go right over there. That went over real big. Huh? There was no, no, oh, why am I going through this? Grow up, people. Get into why Christ speak, and you won't cry anymore. He said, stop being babies. Hmm. Oh, Brother Tommy, if you only knew. I don't care to know, actually. Let Jesus know. Let Jesus know. He's a, he's my hero. He's my champion. He's my victor. He's my assurance. He's the one I trust in. If you trust in him, there's nothing you cannot do. There is nothing you cannot do. He said, yes, Job. Oh, what blessed assurance we have. When, when difficult seems to rise to make things and God's promise an impossibility. Instead of cowing off back into the world... We ought to stand more firm than we ever have on thus saith the Lord. Oh. Instead of cowing down. Instead of cowing down, Brother Bram says, we ought to stand more firm. Stand more firm, Victoria. Stand more firm. More steadfast. More unmovable. More determined. Why? Because Paul says that in the dispensation of fullness of times, he might gather together all in one in Christ, both that are in heaven and which in earth. There's going to be a gathering time coming on. I trust we're all ready for that time. Don't push it off because it could happen right now. It could happen before we have baptism. It could happen at any moment. Brother Bram said it could happen while I'm speaking. It can happen anytime. But are you ready? Do you have this blessed assurance? Trust. Title deed. Do you have this in your heart? If not, let me tell you something. What you're seeing now in part pre-tribulation is going to make this look like Mary Poppins or the backyard playground. When it all breaks loose and these nut bars with their AK-47s and all their assault rifles and nonsense defund the police or what? Panic in our... Are, you know, anarchy can rule the streets. Are you, don't tell me this is not Satan's Eden, but I'm sheltered in the arms of God. He's my shield. He's my buckler. He's my strong tower. He's my absolute. He's my everything. That in the dispensation of the fullness of time, in whom we have obtained an inheritance being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his will. So God's already had this all planned out. God knew you and I would be here. God knew that we would be facing the darkest of hours. God knew that you would be the last ones to run the great marathon. God knew that you're waiting in the gate. God knew he saved the best till last. And if we look at all these apostles and all these down through the ages and 68 million martyrs, they played their part. But we have a part to play. Run! Like you've never run before. We have the baton 
of the absolute title deed. In him, we have received an inheritance, a destiny. We were claimed by God. Or the Greek says, we were marked out previously in love by God. We were claimed by God. God knew, Brother Ken, you'd be here. God knew you had to be here for me. God knew Sister Linda had to be a part of my life. God knew the pastor had to move here from Toronto. God knew each and every one of you would still be here today. God knows. We're not running here or there trying to find something. We are anchored in Jesus. The storms of life I'll brave. It isn't a personality. It isn't a person. It isn't a church. It's Christ Jesus that we're anchored to. Amen. Because in Him, we have received an inheritance. My goodness. In Him. As I'll say, Brother Stephen Albali says, My, my, oh my, oh my. We have received an inheritance incorruptible. It's a destiny claimed by God by His own counsel. Not saying, can you make it? Brother Brown said, stop saying that. Rising out of the sun. You have already made it. The day you surrendered to Christ, you have made it. Amen. In him, I have received this inheritance. Why? Because I was predestinated. Why? Because I was a chosen. Why? Because I was appointed beforehand. According to the purpose of God. Amen. God's purpose is all-inclusive. His purpose is all-inclusive. It cannot be derailed. It cannot never be derailed or thwarted. The Greek says, can't be. Cannot be. It can't be. You can't get, please now, woe is me, throw that out the door. Woe is me, forget it. Woe is me, should be taken out of your vocabulary. I want to say, everybody ahead, can you do this for me? Because I, I can't hear you. So you might as well go. Uh, now you can be a head nodder. Uh-huh. Now you can. Not here, but over there you can be a head nodder. All right. God's plan can never be thwarted and it can never be derailed. God has a plan and there's a people that are going to overcome in Revelation chapter 3. And I am chosen by God, predestinated to sit with him on my father's throne. And I cannot be derailed and it cannot be thwarted. No, sir. No way. In whom? In whom? You also have trusted. You also have believed. You, you also say, I got that title deed. You also say, I got blessed assurance. You also say, I got confidence in God. That's what you're saying. That's what Paul says that you're saying. In whom you've trusted. After you've heard the word of truth. I couldn't, hey, I couldn't go to, hey, Tim. I'm a drunken skunk. In university, unfortunately, I hate to admit it. And then when a guy gets drunk, he gets religious. He gets religious. So I didn't talk about a guy. So I'd wake up when, hey, I know there's a church. So I go to a Baptist church. I'm, I'm not even in my right mind, but even in my right mind, I couldn't trust them. They had cigarette, they had cigarette, uh, ashtrays in their lobby. And I looked at that and I wanted deliverance from cigarette. 
And I said, this is crazy. I can't trust in this. But then one day, God in Morphe. I want you to get it. Amen. The Samorpho, the Immorphe, the God that changes the man from the inside and changes the man from the outside. I saw it in flesh and that's what I wanted. That's what we want. That's what we put our trust in. It was not in a man, but it was a God in a man. And you say, well, where was that? Well, look around the room. Look left, look right, look forward, look backward. I don't care where you look. But it's God in flesh. Again, God unveiled. In your flesh. Whoa. My flesh. Yeah. Badger skin flesh. Don't look at the badger skin. Look at what's in the skin. Don't worry. God will do the amorphy part. He will do the theophany part. He will do the changing part. He's already done it on the inside. It's Jesus on the inside. Working toward the outside. Making a difference in my life. Huh? Yeah. He works on the outside by getting darker sometimes. But the darker it gets, Orn, better it gets. Watch God starting to move on the scene. Amen. Why? Because we have the earnest of our inheritance until the day of redemption. We have the earnest of it. We have the arbon of it. We have the spirit of it. The, the engagement ring. It's the guarantee that the rest is coming. And God has come in this generation. He's taken as Brother Murphy took the book. And he gave the book to you and I. And now he's now uniting us as one. You become one. You are what you eat, as they often say. The Spirit is a guarantee of your inheritance and first fruits. The down payment was given. The down payment throughout the ages was given. They, without us, cannot be made perfect. So the down payment was given throughout the ages. But at the last age, the full payment was coming. The full payment In a dark age. When there's hardly any light to the moon. My goodness. In the evening time there shall be light. In the evening time. The darker it gets the better that light gets to us. I look at these people's lives. I started looking at different ones lives on the internet. They want to put like I said. Put you down, put me down. And then I went into the charismatic movement. Then I went into the different other one. And I looked at their lives. They got $300 million, $600 million. They're a bunch of, they, they have sold and made merchandise of the gospel of Jesus Christ is what they've done. And they call that the gospel. People put their trust in that kind of thing. The wealth and the, the nonsense these people have. Jet planes, not one, not two, not three, maybe four. And they're trying to spread the gospel. What kind of gospel? They have no gospel to spread, so they might as well keep the money. Kenneth Copeland says he's going to do a great air. He's going to do a a great air drop to Haiti. And he's going to arrange all these planes to come. And he milks the people for the money and says, well, it didn't quite work and kept the money. Of course. They make the gospel a gospel of money. But he knew that there were a people that were willing to sacrifice all to leave everything. Mother, father, sister, brother, children, family, friends, church. Because the gospel is rugged. It's a rugged gospel. Many are called. The Bible says few are chosen. Straight is the gate. 
and narrow is the way. We are in redemption. In this redemption means that all that Adam lost, they had a guarantee it was coming. But now we have the full assurance and trust in a sovereign God that in our age, it's come. Full redemption has come. All that Adam lost, all that Eve lost. Oh, that ought to be to a born-again Christian. That should make you pretty happy this morning. It's a legal possession. It's your abstract deed. You've been cleared. It's eternal life. Adam could not meet the requirements of redemption after he found he was lost. It got dark in, that, in Eve. It got, when sin came, it must have been a dark day. When all, all botany life was being changed and, and all, you know, thorns and thistles in the grounds and, and all the animals were in an upheaval. It wasn't just Adam and Eve that got cursed. The whole creation got cursed. And all creation is now groaning for you and I to become the sons and daughters of God. That's our fulfillment. I gotta believe that's me. That's me. That's me. And look, today, friends, you talk about a thankful people. You talk about a thankful, Brother Nathan? You ever been thankful for anything? Huh? You ever been thankful? I was thankful for my children. I, I was thankful the day that God gave me Joanne. There's many, many things you can, I could start listing now from here to this evening, but I don't want to take Brother Ken Andy's time. He says, look at it today, friends. You talk about a thankful people. We ought to be the most thankful people of everybody in the world. Besides the healing, besides the things that take place, what it is, it's the absolute assurance that the same God, by the same nature, by the same pillar of fire, by the same angel of God, the same Jesus yesterday, today, and forever, has done the same thing by the same power to do the same thing. What an anchor of the soul that should be for you and I. What an anchor should be steadfast and sure. The same one. That led the children of Israel as we showed that light. The same God that met Paul on the road to Damascus. That same one came by your way. By the word himself. That's my trust is in him. Not in a man but in Christ Jesus. I trust him. He's sovereign. He's omnipotent. He's my Lord. He's my God. And he's the lovely Lord Jesus. People say I sought God. I saw God. Brother Bram says, you never saw God. No man saw God. Every time man, man in a sinner form does not seek God. A redeemed son of God seeks God. Not a sinner man seeks God. Do we get that? People say, I saw God. No, you did not saw God. Listen to now. I'm going to give you Isaiah 65 and 1. I sought, I am sought of them that ask not for me. I am found of them that sought me not. I said, behold me, behold me unto a nation that was not called by my name. So let me give you another translation of that. I let myself be sought by those that did not ask for me. 
Oh, I, when I started to write that one down, I was ready to jump up, Brother Ken. I just started to re- just glorify God. Just glorify God. Go, just glorify God. He allowed us. I let myself be sought by those that didn't ask for me. I let you see me, Nathan. Not me, him. I let myself be sought by those who did not ask for me. I let myself be found by those that did not seek me. Here I am. Here's another translation. This is a good one. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. <laughs> Brother Marco. Come here. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? I revealed myself to people that didn't even ask for me. My goodness. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. I, fa- I was found by those who did not seek me to a nation that did not call on my name. Here am I. Here am I. My God. He has allowed the Lord Jesus to be our absolute, our sovereign, our omnipotent, one that we trust in, one that we believe in. Amen. That God is a God that gives you total peace in darkness. That's why a prophet could come on the scene and preach twice. Shalom, shalom, great gross darkness. The land grows darkness to the people. That when an enemy comes in like a flood, God will raise up a standard. Amen. This is our God. The Bible says in Isaiah 46 and 11, Yea, have I spoken it? I will bring it to pass. I have purposed it. I will also do it. He was talking about Cyrus. Now, Jeremiah has prophesied that Babylon is going to bring Israel, because of their sin, into bondage and take them back to Babylon. Take them to Babylon. But God had given them a word in darkness. After 70 years, you shall return. What a promise. You're not going to be in bondage all your life. There's going to be a seed that's going to come back and build and rebuild the house of the faith. The house of God. And he calls his name. And can you imagine having your name put in a Bible? King Cyrus. 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 Man. You know. Cyrus. <clears throat> he knew exactly who he was. He was the king. And the man Cyrus of my purpose. Truly I've spoken it. Truly I'll bring it to pass. I've planned it. Be assured. I will do it. When God says anything. It is complete. It's not merely that God has the power and right to govern. It's not merely that. Of course he does. People say, hey, well, yeah, God, well, you know, I might give him some rights to govern. Like, who, who, who is this dust, as Brother Briscoe said, that's creeping on this ball of earth? Think you are to tell God that you do have a right or maybe you don't have a right. And of course, it's people's rights. So, why would I allow you to tell me what to do? He's sovereign. He's God. He's absolute. He's everything. But Satan has so elevated science and the mind of man. What's the science of it? I hate that expression. If you want to read God of this evil age, read it. He nails science, Tim. He nails it down. It's of the devil. Man, have we seen that in this COVID? Wear your mask. Don't wear your mask. Get the shot. Don't get the shot. What are you going to do? 
God's word is true. It's perfect. You can put your trust in it. It will never fail you. Man will fail you. Science will fail you. Laodicea will fail you. But thus saith the Lord will never fail you. They don't allow God to be sovereign. They don't allow them, him to be absolute. They don't put their trust in it. Because Satan has so shown them such hypocrisy of religion. Such nonsense. If I had to see what they saw and I didn't know what I know, there's not a chance. Nope, not a chance that I would want what they want. And that's why I have loved our pastor. That's why I have loved his vision. That's why I love to see this message go out. And Brother Tim carrying the torch to believers in Africa. And let's get it around the world. And, and I said to Sister Joanne, you know, every tongue and nation, when that vision came and God gave our pastor the hub and the translations went around the world. I say, saints of God, this day, this scripture... Fulfilled? I'm ready to leave in the twinkling of an eye. Making investments in my home within the sky. Happy preparation. Are you happy this morning or are you going to be in tribulation? Brother, you just put on the news. You just put on the news. Pray for the peace of Israel. Pray for them. But I'll tell you one thing. Sister Julie is listening. There's not one of the 144,000 that a rocket's going to hurt. They are predestinated. They've been chosen. They've been elected by Almighty God. It's been purposed. It's in His will. There's not going to be 144,399. Sorry. The Word is the Word. You can have your enemy fire rockets at you, Brother Tim, but I'm telling you, you don't have the iron dome. You have the blood dome. Amen. Some of these rockets, they're being missed by the Iron Dome, but we got something better than the Iron Dome. The redeemed of God has a blood dome watching over her, and she cannot fail and will not fall. Hallelujah. I've spoken it. I will do it. Now to him. I love this scripture. I love Romans. Anybody wants to get a book? One of my favorite books is the book of Romans. But then when I say that, I think of Ephesians. Then when I say that, I love the Colossians. Then when I get that, I love Revelation. I just love the Bible. Romans 16.25. Now to him that is a power to establish you according to the gospel. Now, and this is now purpose of his will now. And this is not just mamsy-pamsy stuff. Now unto him that is a power to establish you. According to his gospel, there's going to be elected lady that's washed by the power, the blood of the lamb. She's virtuous. She's sinless. She's spotless before God. He's established it. He power to establish you according to the gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery, which has been kept since the world began. But now... (laughs) 
There is an unveiling of this mystery. Because all the mystery of God shall be finished. The mystery of the plan of redemption, which was kept in silence and secret for so long, has now been revealed. This God, who has now made it manifest by Scripture, by prophets, according to the commandment of the everlasting God, has made known to all nations, to all nations, This message has gone around the world to all nations. Seven times around the world. Tapes have gone out. Books have gone out. The hub has gone out. Now being manifested by the scriptures of the prophets. According to the commandment of the everlasting God. Made known to all nations. For the obedience of faith. The obedience of Of assurance. The obedience of their confidence. Through obedience. Think about it. Think about it. I'll get there. I think I'll leave that part out. Trusting Jesus. Is all that really matters. Get away your weapons. Get away your food. But don't let trust go. And your life will never be the same. Oh my. Please remember that, honey. That song will probably sing at the end. What are you scared about? Thank you, Brother Tim. That was very special. I'd love that now to be an anthem and a choir song if you wanted it to be. Because I thought you needed about a hundred voices behind you as you spoke that out. It's just beautiful. So what are you scared about? Darker it gets, the better it gets. What are you scared about, Nathan? What are you scared about? What are you scared about? Nothing. Scared about nothing. I'm scared about nothing. They're going to take your foot off. I'm not scared about nothing. My God watches over the physicians. They open me up there a second time. They find out that there is a bug in there. Then, and they had to find a part. They found a part. God, God found our, my part. Yeah, yeah. God, God's in control of everything. It doesn't matter what happens in your life. The darker it gets, the better it gets. People say, oh, look what happened to your arm. What happened to your thigh? What happened to your foot? It's still there. Yeah, you got to be there sometime. No, I had to be there for you to let you know that God takes care of everything. God takes care of everything. He's paid the purchase price. He paid the ransom. He cried, it's finished. Amen. There's nothing more to do. He's ransomed us. He's purchased us. He blotted out the handwriting ordinance. Remember a couple services ago? He's blotted it out. He smudged it out. It's not there. It's not legible. It's not even done. The abstract title is wiped out by the blood of the Lamb. No wonder he said it finished. Finished. Done it. Finished. Brother Bram said he is the bleeding lamb in the breach. He's a bleeding lamb from the eternities. When John looked and said there was no one worthy. And he looked at the most holy people. And he looked at the apostles. He looked at everything. But where was the lamb? Brother Bram said he had to come from the eternities. Because he was the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. He was Abraham's lamb. He was Adam's lamb. He was Isaac's lamb. He's my lamb. He's your lamb. And he's came forth and he's taken the book. It's finished, Brother Ken. It's Tetaleti. If I could say that right, I listened to it a number of times. It means it's finished. It's over. In, in Greek, it's over. It's like a person that goes to prison 
And he prays the sentence. And they put on the door what his, what his account was that put him in jail. It's on, written in, it's written on the, on the scroll. It's written on it, laying at the door. But when he served his time, they put, it is finished. We've served our time. We were in jail. But then Jesus came. He unlocked your door. He wrote on your scroll. The blood has covered. There is no sin. It is finished. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujahs roll. We got enough devils trying to fight our mind. You did this. You did that. You did this. You did that. Just say, devil, my Jesus said, it's finished. It's been written across my book. The abstracts may cling. Oh, my goodness. If you guys aren't jumping around glorifying God, I don't know. I'm not preaching good enough then. Amen. Kindo family. I see you there. Glory to God. We will not let this banner fall. We will hold it high. I don't care what Ellie's doing. He is a son that God gave you. And I'm not believing for nothing less. The same God that healed your wife is the same God that will give you your household. And we claim it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We're not wimps. We're not people that just go to church. We're the sons and daughters of God. We've been previously marked out in God. We're his purpose. So it's getting dark and he's involved with this girl. Hey, our God could take a girl off the scene. Our God could take a son off the scene, Sister Sherry. He can do whatever it takes. If he can deliver Ken and me, he can deliver anybody. We weren't just possessed. We were deceivers to... We, hey, our parents, they didn't know half the things. We did behind their back, whatever we did. But then Jesus came. In my darkest of hour, Jesus came. What happened to you, Tim? Jesus came. Said it's finished. You're written off. Your debt's paid. I paid it all. That's why we have trust and confidence in a sovereign God that's purposed us. Amen. 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 I'm not amening me. I'm amening the word. The wise, Daniel said, the wise, the wise, the wise, Marco, the wise. You might as well say I'm wise. Where do you get your wisdom from? Not from this world, but from above. I preached years ago on wisdom versus wisdom. Brother Brown preached on wisdom versus faith. I preach on wisdom versus wisdom. There's a wisdom of this world, but there's a wisdom that comes down from above. And this wisdom is what's going to rule. This wisdom and the wise, the Bible said, and the wise shall know their God. Hallelujah. What a prophecy. I'll know my God. You'll know your God, Margaret. You'll know it. I do know it. And I'm not letting the devil even think to me. I only half know it. I know it. I know in whom I have believed and am persuaded he's more than able to do all that your heart has longed for. He's a supernatural God, Brother Bram said. But now that supernatural God is living in a supernatural body. Come on, say with me, faith. So that's why we have this faith and confidence and assurance in a sovereign God. That's why when it gets darker, we get happier. It's a, it's a paradox. It's a paradox. Yes, sir, super sign. You're a super sign, he said. Super sign, Nathan. You're a super sign. You walk in and tell Deborah, I'm a super sign. I'm a super sign. Joe, I'm a super sign. 
You start, start, start taking it. Brother Bram said, you want to see you get healed. He says, you want to see me? You want me to discern your heart? And you want me to tell you your name? And you want, he says, can't you get to the place where I just lay hands on you or just say to you, in the name of Jesus, you're healed? Perfect faith in the name of Jesus, 168 times. 168 times. He says, if you can believe me, I'll just take the word. In the name of Jesus Christ, you're healed. He says, now come back next week and tell me your testimonies. He said, you don't have to have hands laid on you. You don't have to have no prayer line no more. He look at that centurion. Look at those Gentiles. Oh, we're going to get into the widow's there pretty soon. When it got darker, it got lighter. Come on, come on, Sister Kim. Glory to God. You're out of, you're out of whatever it is we're out of. What do you call it? Quarantine. Amen. I've been quarantined three times. In another week or two, I might be coming down and be quarantined four times. That is not fun, folks. That is not fun. Is that Kim? You just done once. I've done, this will be my fourth if we go, but I'm really pulling on Brother Murphy. I really am right about now. What are you scared about? What are you scared about? No wonder he said, fear not. I am he that's dead and alive. I'm alive forevermore and have the keys of death and hell. Don't worry about nothing. This is the rising of the sun. This is when light has come in gross darkness. Don't worry about nothing. Don't worry about nothing. Even death ain't going to hurt you. Amen. We have the abstract title. It's been stricken off. There is no lien, no encumbrance, no mortgage. Nothing is against you. Stricken by the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. The debt settled. Everything has been struck off. And Brother Gordon Brown goes, ha, 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 ha. I love it. I love it. I love it. He goes, ah, ha, ha, glory. I may not, he says, I may act silly, but I feel real good. Amen. Notice, oh, the abstract deed. Do you realize what it means? There is nothing can take it away from you. Mm. Come on, put this one down. Come on, come on. The darker it gets, the better it gets here. The darker it gets, the better it gets. Nothing can take it away from you, Sister Tracy. Nothing, Abraham. Nothing, Charity. No devil can take this title deed away from the elected seed gene of God. No way. I have now cashed in on my beneficiary of his death, burial, and resurrection. He became me that I could become him. Now he became a sinner that I could become a son. Amen. I hold. I hold. By faith, I hold the title deed. Hallelujah. Marco, we're going to be different after this service. Just different. Amen. Yes, sir. In that day, when they'll run to and fro, knowledge will increase. That knowledge increases, as I preached on years ago. It's the purpose of God being revealed by his prophet. Hmm. That's real knowledge, brother. That's real knowledge. And knowledge shall increase. Yep, the knowledge of God, the wisdom that comes from above. It's going to be released, saints of God, by the opening of his word. Amen. That's why the wise... That's why the elected and chosen shall know their God. That seed will recognize it. That light energizes the seed. It energizes it. And that's why you can bust concrete. And you can bust concrete and, and black pavement. I, I can't believe it. 
I don't see wheat coming out of the cracks. I see weeds coming out of the crack. But I see wheat coming out of the cracks. Amen. You, a super God in a super body in a natural people. Giving supernatural signs. Hallelujah. You are a super race. They that know their God will do exploits. Great exploits. They will show supernatural signs. A people. Abraham's seed. Listen, we don't want to just be a church that sits back. You don't think that this has killed me that Brother Milko is in bed? And, 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 and it kills me. I was just saying to Joanna, I was going through Daniel 70 weeks this week. And Brother Branham had a relative that had a stroke. And he went into the hospital. And, and, and he had had it for two weeks. He'd been, he, he, Jesus actually appeared to him. And his cousin didn't even tell Brother Branham that that happened. And he said, shame on you. You should have let me know. And here he was in the room. In a, in, in a vegetative state. Couldn't even talk. And Brother Bram said, I, I want to lead you to the Lord. How do, you, how do you do that? I guess he could understand what he was saying. Do you want to repent? Brother Bram was holding his hand. And then Brother Bram prayed for him. He said, I went out. There was a little girl down, that lived down the street. She was mentally challenged. And she had to go to a sanitarium. He said, I prayed for her. When I came back out, I went back to my, uh, my relative's bed. And there he was sitting up with his arms raised. I said, I'm claiming that for Brother Milko. I don't care what anybody says. And then I started looking, Lord, make me more sincere. Make me more sincere. And we've preached on a sincerity. We're having a feast of the bread of sincerity and truth. I've preached on it. Murphy's preached on it. Brother Tim Pruitt's preached on it. And I just re-looked and revisited it this week. I thought, oh God, give me that sincerity. Examine my life by the Son of God. That's what it means. Sincerity means examined by the judge. And the better, the thinner the uh, pottery is to be examined, the more expensive, the more worth it is, Brother Murphy. And the harder to fire, it's harder to make, the thinner the, the china or the pottery. But we are being judged by light. I said, Lord, I don't want anything in my life. I don't want anything to hinder Melko's deliverance. I want nothing to deliver what you're desiring for. Whether it's your children, whether it's your family, I don't care who it is. I don't want nothing there to hinder me, to hinder you in my life anyway. Amen. So let the storm clouds rise. And darkness Rise. It don't worry me. For I'm sheltered. In. Sheltered in. Within the arms of God. God showed me Malachi 4. Man didn't. I'm sorry. Brother Ken knows. I probably wore out the verse. As it was in the days of Noah. When I first got saved, that was my favorite scripture. Whenever I witnessed to somebody. As it was in the days of Noah, so it shall be in the days of revealing a son of man. Favorite scripture. Noah was a prophet and you had to get in the ark. God said, a prophet, you better get in this ark. I'm sorry, no other boat worked. I don't care how nice or whatever it looks like. 
No other boat works. God showed me Malachi 4. God showed me Revelation 10. God showed me the revelation of the Son of Man. God showed me and revealed to me the word of this day. Behold, I send you Elijah the prophet. Why do I have that trust? Why do I have that confidence in a sovereign God? Because it's not been revealed or understood or learned by Tom. It's been revealed by God. Once revealed, you can't take it away. I'll send you Elijah the prophet before the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Wow. Say, can, can we miss it? The disciples were missing it. We thought Elijah was to come. And Jesus turns around and said, Elijah has come already. But truly, Elijah shall truly first come. We want to stay. We want to press the kingdom. Though it gets darker, I want you to remember this little service this morning. It'll get a lot lighter. The better it gets. The better it gets because you're rubbing your life in Christ in the face of the devil himself. He can't have you. He can't take you. He can't hurt you. That's why David penned down, and I love the scripture I preached on it years ago. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. Not some of my days. Not three quarters of my days. All my days, Brother Roy. All the days of my life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. The word follow means pursue me. Overtake me. Shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. David knew where he was going. I trust the bride of Jesus Christ this morning knows where you are going. You have an absolute trust. An absolute confidence. An absolute faith. A title deed faith. In an omnipotent sovereign God that arrested you, that purposed you by his will to be here. Yeah. Megan, does this message make the Bible real to you? Oh, so when you read about Job and the whirlwind, does your mind go to the whirlwind that went to a prophet in this day? (laughs) It does now. Huh? So you say, well, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, then if a world way came in the Old Testament, surely there's got to be in the New Testament. Hey, where you are in the New Testament, folks. The world wouldn't come, Nathan. Mm-hmm. Don't ever smoke or drink or defile your body in any way, for i got a work for you to do. Yes, sir. Whirlwind came in Job's day. Whirlwind came in our day. Did a lake come down on Jordan River? Did a dove descend? This is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased to dwell. Huh? Did that happen, Warren? Did that happen? Well, did it happen? Did that light or dove come down on the Ohio River in 1933? Did it happen? If you want to kick the message out, it doesn't. The Bible becomes just a book. But because the message is alive, it makes the Bible alive. So was there an Elijah in the Old Testament? We got an Elijah today. 400 false prophets or prophets, Hebrew prophets. And Brother Bram goes to Chicago. He said there were more ministers there than there, that could fit in this tabernacle. I believe the tabernacle could have over 400. And he said, I went there. I stood at the pulpit. I said, I know you're here to challenge me. Well, why don't you stand on my right hand right here and take your Bible and challenge me? 
And nobody moved. Nobody moved. Nobody moved. So he said, if you won't come and challenge me, get off my back. And then he preaches a message. I mean, what a prophet. Man, what a lion. What a lion. He knew who he was. You must know who you are. That's what this message is about. So he said, oh, over 300 and some said that they'll come and be baptized. He said, not one of them showed up. Not one of them fell at the altar of, 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 of Elijah. Can you imagine the fire of God burns up? They throw barrel after barrel of water on it, makes a trench around it, puts more water on it. Fire comes down, consumes and licks it all up. But not one repented. Can you imagine? Not one fell down on their face and said, oh God, you're a living God. Not one. They couldn't because they don't have a seed in them. That's why he said you should be the happiest people. The happiest people. Christ followed us. Christ revealed himself to us. We've had the whirlwind. We've had the light. We've had the prophet. We've had the blind man. You say, well, blind Bartimaeus. Isn't that marvelous? He goes in Jericho, comes out Jericho. Blind Bartimaeus rips off his goat. He says, he's calling you, blind Bartimaeus. He's calling you. And the Lord heals him. And yet there's a blind man. He said, Parson Branham. Parson Branham. I said, yes, sir. He began to feel my face with his hands. And he said, Parson, have you a minute to hear my story? Brother Branham says, yes, sir. He said, my mama, she appeared to me. I don't understand that. But he said, my mama appeared to me. She was a religious woman, never lied to me all my life. She said, honey child, you go down there to El Dorado, Arkansas. You'll receive your sight. Ask for somebody by the name of Branham. And the Lord has given him a gift of divine healing. You shall receive your sight. Oh my, I feel like my heart was getting that big. I think God was speaking. If man won't believe it, God will declare it in some way to the honest in heart. Amen. I put my hands on him and I said, brother, the Lord Jesus that has sent this vision to you is standing here now to make you well. I took my hands off him. Took my, he took hold of my hand. The cataract's dead. Tears came down. They dripped off his cheek. He said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And his wife said, honey, do you see? He says, of course I see. Do you really see, honey? He said, there's a red car over there. Oh, my. She just started screaming like that. I thought, oh, God, you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. That should give you confidence, assurance. Amen. And an absolute trust in a sovereign God. It got pretty dark for that man. Now, how does a man see his mom unless it was a vision? He was blind, but now I see. He was blind, but now I see. Look at this. Do we have time? I'm sure we do, don't we? It's an hour and a half now. Oh my goodness, where does time go? I haven't even got to my subject. Well, I did part of my subject, but not all of my subject. Saints, we don't want to miss it. We don't want to miss it. 
Elias truly first come. He will restore all things. But I say unto Elias has come already. These were disciples. Here comes Jesus in Jerusalem. Blessed be the king that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven. Glory to God in the highest. And some of the Pharisees among the multitude said, Master, rebuke the disciples. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? They got pretty lifted up. Rebuke the disciples. They're, they're praising God is what's happening. Satan came to him and said, you know, thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. He knew who he was. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you, that if I should hold their, if they should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out, praise him. <laughs> praise him. But the Pharisees wanted to deny his praise. And Brother Bram now turns around to the Pentecostal people. And here he is. He says, just think of it. These Pentecostals going in the presence of a Pope saying it was the most holy time they've ever experienced it. It's dark out there. It's really dark. But it's going to get better. It's going to get better. He said, yep. He said they didn't, they didn't want to receive it. But in recognizing your message, what did he say? Don't begin to think that the world council at your hand and you've got the best dressed members of that. But God's able of these alley rats here to raise up children to fulfill his word. Prostitute, streetwalkers, drunkards, gamblers. He's able to do it. He still is God. And I love him for that. I love him for that. You look, just, I'm sure you do. I don't know what you do with your spare time, but I look around and I say, where's the charismatic movement? It was so great. <laughs> you can't find it anywhere. Dead or in the door now. But the Brown said, the revival's over. The revival's over. And there they were trying to muster it up, muster it up for years and years and years and years. And now it's all these prosperity gospel preachers. Wow. Rich. Increased with goods. Naked. And don't know it. Maybe we'll stop here and I'll go on. I've got a lot more to cover. So musicians, why don't you come? Please. Please. The darker it gets, the better it gets. It was for Congressman Ochoa. How about Jairus, his daughter? He goes to the master. Would you come to my house? And then a servant shows up. It got pretty dark. My daughter's sick. It got pretty dark. It got pretty dark. And when we, we read the story, but I want you young men to know and you young ladies that will be getting married or are married and have children and sickness comes to your home, you better have this assurance this absolute trust in a sovereign God because at your darkest of hour it's going to get better if you have your trust in him. Jairus, don't bother the master no longer. Really dark. Really dark. And Jesus said, didn't I say I'm going to come to your house? 
when Jesus says something, he's going to fulfill it, Jack. He's going to come to the house. He says, your daughter's not dead. She's just sleeping. And they mocked him. They laughed at him. They knew she was dead. <laughs> You're going to have the baptism, Sister Ramona, if you'd like to get ready. Huh? But Jesus said, in the darkest of the hours, he shows up, goes in the room, gets everybody out, takes Peter, and then he goes in there, prays for her, she rises. Darkest of the hour. The darker it got, the better it got. Feed her. Daniel, kill all the wise men. Had a great dream. Head of gold, breast of silver. Had all these things. Prophecy was showing us. So the Gentile kingdom was starting from gold all the way down to the feet of brass and clay. And we go through it quickly now. But we're just going to get ready for baptism. And he calls this wise men, his astrologers, and all these guys. What do they call them? Magicians and all these people. And, and he says, tell me my dream and tell me the interpretation. He said, Oh, king, live forever. We can't tell you it. Unless you tell us, then we can't give you the interpretation. He said, I'll kill you all. If you can't tell me it, I'll kill you all. Daniel wasn't even told yet. Then finally they come to Daniel and said, what's the problem? What's going on here? The king had a dream. He can't remember it, and he needs the interpretation thereof. Oh, he says, just give me a day. Just give me some time. And he called his believers with him. He called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They had a prayer meeting saying, the darker it got, kill them all. Kill all the wise men. The darker it got, the better it was going to get. After their prayer meeting, brothers that come here so faithfully on Monday night, not asked to do it, but burdened to do it. Do not fear. Do not fear, O king. God has told me your dream, and here is the interpretation thereof. The darker it got, the better it got, saints of God. And they heaped on Daniel accolades and money and whatever more. Dark hour for Hebrew children. Heated up seven times. And they could have turned to each other. Couldn't it at least be two times? <laughs> Maybe three, but why seven? Huh? Because they knew that there was going to be a people in the seventh age that's going to have a lot of fiery trials. Uh-huh. A lot of fiery trials. But I want you to know when they came out, there was not even a smell of smoke. Amen. Not a smell of smoke. Sorry, folks. We can go through your trials. It's not going to hurt you at all. It just looses you. The bands that they had were loosed. It got dark, but it got better. And then the Son of God Himself came walking through the fourth man. I say, how great is our God. <laughs> Don't, we're not going there. But won't you sing with me, how great is our God. Right? How great is He? Don't worry about your trials. Don't worry about what's going to happen here. I've just laid a foundation and God forgive me for just lingering on this. But I just pray you can rejoice with me. You that are the chosen elected of God. Purposed by his divine will of God. Chose you to live in this generation. To prove to a people the darker it gets. The better it gets. We got COVID after COVID. And we have, then we have in the baptismal tank, our sister Judith, her, her son Iris, have been praying for 25 years. She said, I wasted 25 years of my life. The darker it gets, the better it got. And then two ladies separate, Gwyneth and Rebecca Waldner, they come to the waters of baptism and God saves our young ladies. And now we're going to have another baptismal. I say, glory be to Jesus. Saints of God, you should rejoice. God is saving 
our children. Darker it gets, the better it gets. What song did I want to sing? Trusting Jesus. Remember, throw your weapon away. Throw your food away. But never throw your trust in God away. And I think of a heathen man can make that kind of a statement. What kind of a statement should we make, Brother Nathan? You want to know who that was? That freak you out. So I'm not giving you the name. But it goes along with my message. You can throw everything out, but don't throw your trust in Jesus. In this revelated word of God that God has come to you in this hour. This Jesus called Christ. What will you do with it? Will you believe it? Will you have confidence in it? Will you have assurance in it? Have you taken the title deed of it? Have you walked now in the face of the enemy? Say, it's finished. It's cleared. The blood has cleansed me. I'm a redeemed son and daughter of God. Why don't you raise your feet as we get ready for this baptism? Oh, trust in Jesus is all that really matters. And it's your name, Brother Nathan.
said earlier, actually Sophie came in to Joanne's in my conversation when we were at home and she said to me, she says, you know, sitting where Sister Joanne sits, she gets to see you way up there and so wonderful to see a young lady just lift up their hands to the Lord. That's marvelous, honey. Took me a long time to do it and there's a lot of people here that are afraid to do it. With your little heart, you do it as unto the Lord. And God sees it. I said, not only Sister Joanne said, but Jesus sees us, sweetie pie. You look cold, honey? You look cold. Okay, we'll keep on going here. Well, the Bible says here, Brother Matthew, Sister Ramona, faithful mama, and daddy, huh? Mother and father. There's the Jordan River, it was cold too. Did you know that? <laughs> it's pretty cold too. So you're, you're fulfilling scripture. <laughs> And there they were going over to a new land. And now this is a new land for you. As we were talking about the Holy Spirit coming in and filling you with the Holy Ghost. Okay? It's a new land. And as they were going over, Joshua commanded them. And he said, now take for a sign for your children, Matthew, Ramona, for your children. Take these stones, you, living stones. What did she see in the home? That wants her to see Jesus. What means these stones? The children will ask. Why, why, why do we go to church? Why, why are you such a living stone to me? So and then you'll answer. Jordan River. Death's grip. That had me loosed me. And that same one that loosed me. Is going to loose you honey. And loose you to be free. The waters parted, they passed over, they took the stones, and the children of Israel did as Joshua commanded them. They took up those twelve stones, and they made a memorial. A memorial was made through Jordan River. There was a Jesus that went to death and rose again. He's our great memorial. And he died for you, Sophie, that you could be washed in the blood, 
saved and sanctified and be a daughter of the living King of glory. And we prayed for that, didn't we? And now you've accepted Jesus and you know Jesus as your Savior. Now you're going to know him as your God that will come and live within you. Like Paul said, it's no longer Sophie that lives or Paul that lives, but it'll be Christ living in you. Okay? So you hold your wrist like that so you can help Brother King. You're doing wonderful, honey. God bless you. Heavenly Father, what a joy it is to see our children. Lord, what a promise it shall be unto you and to your children and to your children's children. And we can say the scripture is being fulfilled even this morning. Little Sophie, Lord, has got a heart after God. It's a young girl, accepted Jesus, wanted Jesus to live within her heart. And Lord, it came to a time now she wants the Holy Spirit to live within and to fill her and to use her and adopt her and guide her and keep her in the days that are ahead. I pray that the dove will descend, the Holy Spirit himself take its abode in this little darling this morning. I ask in Jesus' name. And Sophie, by your confession in Jesus Christ as your Savior, I baptize you into Christian baptism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, sweetheart. Go ahead and close the
difference maker. Praise the Lord. Maybe we'll just bow together in prayer and just miss the service. Heavenly Father, we're so thankful. Thankful for your presence, Lord. That you make a difference, Lord. When there was no possible way, Lord God, you come along and you make the difference. You make the change, Father. Except you be born again, Jesus said, you cannot see the kingdom of heaven, Father. That rebirth can only come from you, Lord God. And we're so thankful, O God, that you come down to our address, Lord. No matter who we are, Lord God, if we've got a representation with you, Lord Jesus, you said you will not lose one, O God. We're so glad, Father. We worship you this morning and we give you praise. Thank you for our little sister, Lord Jesus, being baptized, O God. Fill her with your spirit, Lord. And each one, O oh God, let there be many refillings, O oh God. Grant it, Father, we pray. And bless the service this afternoon, Lord Jesus. Down at the camp, Lord. Anoint our brother Ken Andes, Father. Bless the saints that gather, Lord. And we who stream, Father, from north of the border, Lord God. Lord Jesus, let the anointing of your presence just be felt, O oh God. And just consume us, Lord. And anoint us, Father. To keep pressing on, Lord Jesus. Grant it, Father, we pray. Go with each one now, Lord God. Guide us, direct us, watch over us, we ask. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen and amen and amen. God bless you so much. I'd like to sing a little song. I'll see you in the rapture. If we never meet again on this earth, my precious friend. If to God we have been true and we've lived above all sin, then to us... There will be a greeting, or oh, a hallelujah greeting. I'll see you in the rapture. I'll see you in the rapture. I'll see you in the rapture. I'll see you at that meeting in the bless you. Have a great afternoon and may God just meet with you as you gather together uh, once again to hear the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good to see you all.